Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hello, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Ooh. Wow. That's uh, gonna... Sorry about that. Sorry. Wow. I'm gonna have to calm that down in post. <laughs> that was a it's very, very violent... It's very clinky. I like purposely like moved my hand so it would uh, mm-hmm. be towards the bottom of my glass and have the most amount of clinking, but I probably overcompensated. I think so, but... It's okay. I'm used to overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tonight we have old fashions. I made some bullet rye and so delicious. They have pear bitters. Mm-hmm. Pear bitters, folks. Which I mean, typically bitters are such a team player that it's really hard to pick them out in a drink. Like mm-hmm. you can tell if they're gone, but and you can tell you if they're bad. Yeah, but but I tell you, these bitters steal the show. Like it's yeah, it's fantastic. They are so great. Yeah, maybe we'll put a little. They're upstaging everyone, but they're they're good. I mean, and it's they're kind of... the Jeffrey Rush of this drink. Yes, Jeffrey Rush stealing the show from everybody in there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a movie where he was in that he didn't completely chew the scenery. And where he was just low key. <laughs> and I chill. got nothing. <laughs> you're you're absolutely right on that. Right. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm no. also, I'm also not mad at it. I'm not mad at Jeffrey. I'm not Rush mad either. at you, Jeffrey Rush. If Jeffrey you're listening Rush. to this podcast. I'm you're not. An, I'm not mad at you. You're a national treasure. I mean, not our nation, but like. <laughs> yes, you're. You're some nation's treasure. Is he Australian? I don't even know. I think that was a big controversy. He might be Australian. He might be British. I don't know. He, there was some controversy be... when he was in the King's Speech. Oh. Because he wasn't. Because he wasn't British enough. Yeah. He doesn't naturally have that good of an accent. And they're like, this is the whole point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sit down. But anyway. So how's your week going? Uh, It's fine. It's just it's fine. fine. I don't know how time works anymore. It's very weird. Even though I am going into the office two days a week. And I still, I still work from home the other days a week. But I'm working... I feel like all the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you work a lot as well. Well, and like the thing is, you're working like in two hour snippets four times a day. Right. And right. Instead of like one just eight sit hour. down and yeah, work an eight hour chunk. Which I feel like your your company is getting a good deal on that because it's true. you're able to kind of coordinate between shifts and you're, be, you're able to help out and jump in when you need to. And it's nice. Also really exhausting so yeah also like i don't i don't know what what day it is or what time it is or anything but i mean my week my week has been fine yeah uh the songs from hamilton are still in my head it will be that way i mean it's gonna did i did i stop listening to them no 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 i'm not doing anything to avoid them (laughs) i I listened to the muppet version of act one did you listen to all of act one no not the whole thing because that's like an hour and a half yeah at least. i i mean i did like the around. first couple songs i was like listen to guns and chips guns and chips <laughs> if you if you have access to the muppet version muppet hamilton go like just drag it it'll tell you when you're at guns and chips it's worth it just it's trust me it. it's fantastic fozzy fozzy 
No, no Debbie Diggs. <laughs> no, it's not Debbie Diggs. No, it is not. He is very far. You know, if I was to think of people who are farther than from Debbie Diggs, the Fozzie Bear, I can't. Yeah. What's his name? David. David. Mm-hmm. I. What was I saying? I don't know. You mm. were you were saying that, but you were mumbly. Yeah, I do that. I don't enunciate. Mm-hmm. But, Which is why you can't be in a Broadway show. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> Also, I can't tear a tune in a bucket. I have two left feet. I mean, and... there's like, there's whatever. Let's, yeah, many reasons. And I, I you know, I, I was born with this face, so. Um, other notes in my personal life. Animal Crossing is keeping me sane. You're making friends. I'm making friends on Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm in like a, uh, old lady Animal Crossing Facebook group. <laughs> It's basically for, like, ladies over 35 years old. Right, right. Uh, who play Animal Crossing. Like, some of them play with their kids. Some of them play on their own. And, uh... You know, I'm here for it. All of us are making, like, real woo-woo bathrooms. And... Yeah. Like, I, I have a black clawfoot tub. I mean, I'm here for and it. And it's the shit. Yeah, I'm here for it. You do you. What mm-hmm. makes you happy and sane... Yeah, uh, me and my kids are making a haunted mansion. <laughs> yes. We, like, made a whole character. They did. I didn't do any of this. a new account on our Switch. Right. They made a whole new account on our Switch called Ghost. Yeah, we can refer to that child by name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ghost has, uh, has its own, uh, like, like, Victorian haunted mansion. Yeah, that's currently. what we're going for. Um. It's got, like, a creepy science lab. Also, portion. Ghost wears like a black morning coat and has like <laughs> pinpoint white eyes. Yeah, like, he's got some style. He's, he's got some real style. Like there were some choices made. He de- he kind of reminds me like of an extra in the background of a Panic at the Disco like mm-hmm. music video. He's kind of got that yeah, vibe. Yeah, I could see that. He's got like a black like ruffly um, shirt with like a red mm-hmm. skinny tie. Yeah, ribbon. Yeah, it's a whole. It's it's a it's, it's a good it's a good look. It's a good look. So and I was like, so is he just gonna be here for a while? We'll fill up his house, and then he's just gonna disappear. Mm-hmm. Like, are we gonna kill Ghost? Do we have to have a funeral? I don't know. And then we can bury him in his backyard with all the other tombstones. I don't know. I don't know how that works. So. I do know in Animal Crossing, if you're not in your house very much, you'll get um. Cockroaches. Cockroaches, and... which will only add to the creepy-ass vibe. Yeah, I mean, he's got, like, skeletons and, like, chemistry sets and one of those balls that I made. Shocks. I made a bathtub that looks like a cauldron. Nice. Put it in the middle of the living room. Now I need to get, like, a a full, like, alchemy circle. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. I'm here for Ghost's house. Yeah, um, Ghost's house is amazing. My house is a mess. Our whole island is, like... A terraform disaster where you can't get from one place to another because there are no bridges. <laughs> but right. you know, yeah, ghost that's... house is the shit. Yeah, we're. I'm. I'm glad to say we're. We're getting that together. So there's that. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just another week in paradise of kids home while we try to work. And yeah, our school announced their plans for school. Uh, there are air quotes around the word plans. I'm going to say because yeah. it was like. Two sheets front and back, and and it was basically like you can come to school, or you you cannot. Like you can come to school, or you can do online school, whatever. Just yeah, here's here's what we're gonna but do. But no, like 
real details about either option. Right. And so, like, things are trickling out. And we're like, so what happens if a kid in our kid's class test positive for the Rona? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he'll be home for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just him? Or the whole class? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, we'll figure out who's been exposed and, and do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I have a second grader. Safe yeah. to say, if someone in that class, everybody's exposed. Like, right, right. there's no social distancing. There's no. Well, I mean, even if even if you are really careful about it, you're in a you're in an inside room. Yeah, where the air is just pushed around. So it's not like being six feet away from someone is really enough. Enough. So anyway, so I think. We're going to end up with our kids in our house yep, for yep. another Yep, I just told them all, months. like, you're never going to school again. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I mean, that sucks, but I guess it makes sense. And I was like, you're not going, like, the option isn't school like you knew it or online learning. It's like school that's like a shell of what mm. you once knew where you have to wear a mask and you have to sit six feet away from each other. And, and like, and half you, like, your friends aren't going to be there. Half your friends aren't going to be there and you might have a robot teacher, like... Yeah, like, your teacher's going to drop out randomly for two weeks at a time, too. Right. Because, you know, that's a thing. Like, it's just going to be... It's just, it just sucks. This it whole sucks. thing sucks. There's no good There's, answer. Yeah, 100%. And the people who choose to send their kids to school, like, that was a hard decision. And, like, yeah, it sucks. And I'm sorry. And I'm glad you made the right decision for your family. Yeah. And the people who decide to homeschool, like, that sucks. Yeah. And I'm... Like, it must have been really hard. I'm glad you made the right decision for your family. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, and like, and, and for those of you who are like, I don't have a decision. Like, <laughs> I have to go to work. And so my kid right. has to go to school. That He's still sucks. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know what yeah, to tell you. Everybody is just doing, uh, I believe in, in their, like, in my heart, everyone is doing the best they can with yes. the information they have for the situation they have. And like, that's all anybody can do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's. Yeah. I've never lived through a pandemic before, so I'm not an expert. <laughs> I'm kind of making this up as I go. So listening to those people who are experts. I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, there's not a lot of people who have lived through a pandemic before. I mean, there's like three of them. They're all like a hundred. And there were like four when it happened. <laughs> so, so they're not really a reliable narrator. Right. So yeah, we just kind of got to figure it out mm-hmm. and we'll figure it out. It'll be okay. Guys, human beings are real adaptable. It's like we're not created a lot of things. But turns out we can adapt the fuck out of our environment. Mm-hmm. So like, so we're gonna. I on believe adapting. in us. I believe we can get together and eventually maybe get through this thing with most yeah. of us intact. Yeah, that's that's my plan. That's my plan. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, we are watching lots of movies. Yes, uh, and just Netflix shows. I do want to talk about. Uh, we watched a movie today. Yeah, it. Is Monsters versus Aliens. Right. Which we've seen many times, but Ooh. I've never discussed on this podcast. No. So it's it'll be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you wanted to discuss... Oh, uh, one day I want to talk about Greenhouse Academy... Oh my gosh. ...on Netflix. <laughs> Which my kids are super into, and it's like the OC, but for like 11-year-olds. Like, and it's... also, there's... Like it's like sci-fi. the o- it's like the OC in twenty four, <laughs> like had a baby for 
for like 11 year olds like i don't understand this at all and there are spies there's a yeah there's a whole um, rocket launch storyline that yeah, i'm not familiar with at my high school boarding schools right but. that we're we're gonna have to get into that i'm putting a pin in it for later because like i've only seen two episodes and it's basically just like what the fuck <laughs> yep. i mean we we definitely need to like sit down and watch that as mm-hmm. a couple I mean, a lot of it, all of it. Maybe. I do know in the Greenhouse Academy, in the credits, it all ends with their Instagram or Twitter handles. <laughs> like, it's a picture of the person with an at and whatever their handle is. <laughs> I wonder if those are actually... I bet they are. They probably are actually their they're, handles. They're actual... They're actor handles. Yeah, I would have bet. Or if not their actors, their oh, characters. Maybe maybe, whole, maybe they made a whole like character movie. Twitter. Oh my gosh. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have Twitter. (laughs) Yes, you do. You have a Twitter for for me. Yeah. In which is just like things I say out loud. And you were like, I can't believe you said that. That was was a sentence fired at another human being that I'm just going to put down on paper. I'm like, word for word, I'm going to write this down and make it a tweet. I'm like, sure, whatever. I usually just write them and then put like the inspirational tweet background behind it to try to make it look fancy. Mm -hmm. And it's really just something asinine, like through a... What was it? Through a convoluted series of events, I managed to trade bourbon for socks. It um, it was blueberry moonshine. <laughs> but yes, it was socks. But blueberry end. moonshine for socks. Yeah, I mean, I also traded like a brand new toothbrush and a and a tiny thing of toothpaste for half a bag of hot fries. <laughs> I got the hot fries. Way, way better deal. <laughs> you are just nothing but like side quest from weird RPGs, aren't you? I mean, I have a drawer of requirement at my work. Mm-hmm. I don't call it a junk drawer. I call it a drawer of requirement. Um, and I'm like, hey, people, if you ever need a hair tie or a bleach pen or <laughs> like a extra, seam ripper or extra tampons yeah, or yeah, so extra tampons or pens Trail mix. Trail mix or whatever. I was like, this is a drawer of requirement. Like, I have it here for everyone. You can go in the drawer of requirement. Also, if you have extra things to add to the drawer, please feel free. If you're like, I don't know where I should put these tweezers, but I should put them somewhere. Drawer of requirement. Fair enough. Anyway, again, we watched a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, The movie was Monsters vs. Aliens, which is weird. It's Mm -hmm. a weird movie. Yeah. When was it made? Uh, Sorry. Oh, nine. Somewhere okay. in there. Okay. That's a bit ago. Yeah. It's it's not recent. I mean, they've had like three little knockoffs and a TV series since then. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. A decent amount for like a DreamWorks production. Yeah. I mean, they, they tend to get some good mileage out of their product. Um, good on them. Yes. So Monster vs. Aliens. So we... We open with the destruction of a planet, which is always good. Oh, yes. Destruction of a planet. And uh, our son was like, what's the name of this planet? And our daughter's like, it doesn't matter. It's exploding. (laughs) Like, don't get attached. And then it explodes. (laughs) And he goes, how did you know that? (laughs) And I was like, you've also seen this movie like three times, but I appreciate your like... Uh, short-term memory yeah, loss. Short, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I just thought he was, like, in it, like, in the... In the moment. In the moment. Like, oh! No, I think... I'm he, so excited. Yeah. But, so the planet explodes and a little chunk flies off. 
meanwhile, on Earth, they detect the chunk and they're all excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say there's a moment where, like, you go to this, like, trailer where these guys are monitoring a radio telescope or something. And this guy is playing with one of those paddle ball things with the elastic oh, yeah. bouncy ball with the paddle. And you're like, oh, this used to be a 3D movie. Yeah, because he, like, bounces <laughs> it at the screen and you can tell that there was that Like visual, a, ver- a very cheap 3D movie visual um, gag. Visual yeah. gag. You're like, oh, yeah, that doesn't work at all in 2D, but thanks for trying. Right. You can always tell when a movie was, like, released in, in 3D and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Unnecessary things thrown at the camera. Got it. Cool. Got it. Um, but they get really excited and they are tracking this object. It's a code Nimoy. Which mm-hmm. our kids had You're like, what's questions. that? We were like, it's... I failed. And I was like, well, Leonard Nimoy is an actor. Was, was an, an actor. actor. He died. Yeah. But uh, he was in a show called Star Trek, and that was a show about aliens, and Leonard Nimoy played an alien. Let me show you the video about Bilbo Baggins. I was like, it's fine. You just... It doesn't... No. You don't need to see that? No. I think that's important. General, understand. I am anti-watching videos on the internet. Like, if... <laughs> My friends send me a video. I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, it's just going to stay a mystery. Right. I'm just like, it's fine. I don't I don't need to it. So, like, I've never been Rickrolled because I don't click on links. Because <laughs> I, mean, I have, like, no trust. <laughs> I mean, I get that. Like, pretty much, they'll send me a link and I'll just respond, L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L. And I'll never, I'll never look at it. <laughs> um, Lisa, that was a thing about the crisis in Darfur. I know. I... L-O-L. Hmm. I'm real, I'm real, uh... We don't really get in those kind of yeah, chats no. where we send no. each other videos about the crisis in Darfur. No. No, I, no. I'm much more likely... You can tell what it is. <laughs> yeah, for, fair. But, like, you know, I'm much more into the, like, uh, send me videos of birds with arms. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's been cool this week. Yeah. Seems to be a little trend. Here for bird with arm videos. Uh, anything involving a kitten mm-hmm. or puppy. Almost all cat videos. Almost all cat videos. Um... I'm here for pangolins as well. I've expanded. Pangolins. Not a penguin. Pangolins. Pangolin. Pangolins don't do shit. How is that a video interesting? No, they're... One, they're adorable. (laughs) Pangolins are adorable. I will fight you on that. They look like a trilobite. I mean, it's kind of like a spiny aardvark thing. Yeah. I feel like they look like... The crazy animal that trilobites were made of. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're definitely armored and, and cool. Yeah. But they, the, but the thing is, they walk on two legs sometimes, and that's adorable. And they have these, like, really cute faces in the armor. It's... I mean, I'll have to look up some trilobite videos, no, I guess. No, pangolin videos. Pangolin videos. There are no trilobite videos. Because trilobites are boring. <laughs> they're also been, extinct. They've been dead for zillions of years. <laughs> they died slightly before the invention of the cell phone camera. Therefore, no. Mm. You can That's why they're like, never trending. Yeah, I mean, giant isopods also still around, but, like, you never see any videos of I did of catch those. a giant isopod on Animal Crossing. Of course you did. <laughs> It was really hard to catch. <laughs> so, anyway, so Monsters vs. Aliens. So this uh, meteor is on its way to Earth, um, and we meet our main character, who is Susan. Susan. And she's getting married to Derek. Derek. Derek is an anchor person. Paul Rudd, by mm-hmm. the way, um, who actually doesn't look 14 in this movie. Because because he, he was animated to yeah, be was, a like regular 30-something human. human. Fair enough. Who's not aging in reverse with a crazy Benjamin Button disease. Yeah. 
So they're getting married and he's a weather person and he's kind of fine at the beginning. He's a bit saccharine. Yeah, he's a little over the top. But most weather people are. You don't really know what's character. Right. I was like, I don't know. I've only known a couple of people who were legit, like, meteorologists and they were very chill. (laughs) You've known a couple of meteorologists? I have. Really? Yeah. Cool. I mean, like, literally two. I've known, like, two meteorologists. <laughs> and they're both, like, chill. Yeah. I mean, seems so. But, like, the TV on-air personalities. Right, right. Yeah, you have to be engaging. Because, like, who fucking cares? Unless it's, like, an event. Well, I have to feel like you like me before mm-hmm. I like you. Right. And so, if you're just telling me the weather, I need you to, I, I need to pretend that you really care about telling me the weather. Right, right. Like, I'm super pumped about, it's like 85 degrees and real humid. <laughs> so welcome to Ohio in the summer, yeah, right? like, enjoy. But uh, but they're going to get married, and so it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. You meet his mom, who's got, like, one gippy thumb. You meet... Derek's mom has yeah. one gippy thumb? Okay. Yeah, it skips a generation. I'm like, how would you not notice that until your wedding day? Um. Also... I'm pretty sure the thumb thing doesn't skip a generation. I'm pretty sure it's like a 50-50 with all offspring. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. It's just a recess of 50-50 kind of thing. Right. And and so, therefore, it appears to skip a generation. But yeah. but yeah, if you just didn't have enough children in that generation, then there you go. Know. But then, uh, what else? But she's kind of like, they're having a little meeting outside before the wedding, her and Derek, Susan and Derek. Mm-hmm. And they're talking, and Derek springs that they're not going to Paris for their honeymoon. Instead, they're going to Fresno. Fresno. Uh, yeah, because he has just been promoted from Modesto uh, weather to Fresno. And he's like, and then it's just a hop, skip, and a jump to, like, I don't know, Nashville, and then somewhere else, and then somewhere else, and then somewhere else, and then New York. <laughs> like, he has a whole plan. Yeah. And so he has unilaterally decided that they're not going on their honeymoon Mm -hmm. because this guy needs to see him in Fresno, like, tomorrow. Listen, anybody who doesn't accept, I would love to interview, but I'm getting married and going on my honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Can I get back to you in two weeks? Yeah, I will call you in two weeks. Like, if that person does not accept that as an answer... Right, you don't you, do, you don't want to work for them. Right, Th- thank the Lord that that came up now. Yeah, and not later because it's they do not value you you as a person. Right, thank you. Next, yeah, exactly. So uh, instead, we find out that Derek doesn't really value Susan as a person. Right, right, and he's like, "It'll be fine, babe." Right, like we're all here for my career, and that's the most important thing. And she's like, "I mean, yeah, go team us." <laughs> What It'll did be fine. she do? Did she have a job? Do we know? Uh, I don't think they ever go into it. All right. Maybe she just wasn't as excited about her career. Maybe, like, her I career. Can I mean, there is something to be said about, like, pursuing just comfort and stability and then being able to take your free time and do what you want with it and not have to worry about how the bills are paid. Like, like a podcast or that's something. That's okay. Maybe. This is not our job no, at all. No. I did cash out another ten whole dollars from our what? advertisers. What are you doing with our ten dollars? Uh, we have a website, designatedparent.com. I just basically pay for that. Mm. 
It's, again, not a moneymaker. Do we get a lot of hits on our website? Does anybody actually visit it? Do not, we write show notes? No, we no. do nothing. It, I have a blog spot, and I was meaning to start that up mm-hmm. around Easter time. But and then... then the wheels fell off our country, and right. I haven't gotten around to it, because I've had humans... Right, and then just you don't have the brain space. No. I'm, I get it. It was like, I'm not going to start up something else I'm gonna, now. I'm, I am going to build an elaborate island. <laughs> Yeah, but there's no <laughs> there's no commitment to that. Like you could walk away and it would mm-hmm. be fine. So anyway, but you know, keep an eye out. Maybe we'll get there. I've got like Good four drafts in process, but I just have not finished any of them. So Good to know. Anyway. Um, but so she's you know, she's a little miffed, but she's Right, but but also like very supportive of her exactly. husband to be. So she's like, It's it's okay, as long as we're together, like It'll be fine. Right. And so he goes back into the church because he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess, I, you know, I, I need to go get in my spot, which is true. The groom comes out kind of first or whatever. Right. But, um, and, she and she's kinda, like at a gazebo. Just pondering life mm-hmm. and disappointment and disappointment but, with But life. definitely like sucking it down and like so excited to get married, you know. Yeah. Like she still thinks this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. When out of the blue. This meteor hits the like churchyard yeah where she is mm-hmm. literally where she is like it strikes her mm-hmm. directly yeah in the center and this meteor mm-hmm. eh, gets her a little messed up gets her some dirty dirt on her but her mother-in-law to be is like oh come on in let's get you in oh yeah good thing i have wet wipes and like kind of mm-hmm. wipes her down and sends her down the aisle right uh and that's when she starts Growing. She starts glowing. She starts glowing yeah. first. Yeah. And uh her her groom is like, You're glowing. And she was like, Thank you. <laughs> and he's like, No. No, 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 like, not like that. No. Like scary glowing. You're like green. Like your eyes are green. And are do you feel okay? Yeah. Because you don't look okay. Yeah. Which and, I mean, fair concern. Right. And she looks at her hand and it's like glowing green. And then she starts to grow. She starts yeah. to get big. She starts to get real, real, real big. Like, ten times the size of regular humans. Right. And she's, like, in this little country church, so she's, like, pushing up against the ceiling and, like, busting out the stained glass window. Also, her dress has to be made of, like, 27 waist stretch fabric. Yeah, it's uh, it's the same fabric they use for the Hulk's pants. Right. Um, right, which I am here for. My wedding dress was not nearly as comfortable <laughs> as whatever, like, four-way stretch material this wedding dress is made of. Like, it uh, tore at the... It got shorter. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, the skirt part tore off. But the part around uh, her middle, like, all stayed. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, let, let's call it what it is. Her boobs didn't come popping out right, of this thing, right? Right, right. Like, she was... She was all decent. Like, she could still, like, go to a beach. Not even to a beach. Like, her, like, middle was still covered. covered. Yeah, her, her skirt length so was whatever, not inappropriate. Yeah, so whatever, like, 45,000% stretch material this is, like, I want it to be fucking everything in my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Like. Because it does look good. Yeah, like, it, it looks, looks good as a it dress. It looks great. It looks great when she puts on a couple thousand pounds. Right! That's what I need in my life. Yeah. We all need that in our lives. <laughs> I need to buy one stretchy shirt for all time. I have to... <laughs> and have it always fit. Yeah, I mean, I I could use that thank you quarantine mm-hmm. for a couple of extra centipeters. Yeah, 
because bodies change and our clothes don't change, which is like bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. I need adaptive clothing. Right. I think those are called sweatpants. No, this but is like, like even more so. This is so much more so than sweatpants. Mas this would be like you get one shirt when you're born and it still fits you. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, and it's always comfortable. Yeah, I'm here for it. Well, we don't know that hers was comfortable, but it was maybe, nice. maybe it wasn't comfortable. But. but but as she grows and like freaks out and like wrecks the church and scares everybody and kicks some people right. and the uh, priest or pastor or officiant or whatever uh, calls the government. He was like, "Hello, government." <laughs> he lit. He literally says, "Hello, government." He doesn't call nine one one. He does like. He doesn't call the fire department or any kind of emergency response. No. He just is like, government. All right. So tipping my hand a little bit, I've worked in churches. I have a degree in theology. Mm -hmm. um, I was not informed of this phone number. <laughs> of the government phone number? I mean, we also, had a lot of logistical conversations about how do you run a church and how do you facilitate weddings and stuff. Right. But, like, they didn't cover if the bride turns into, like, a 60-foot monster in the middle of the service... Right. This is the people you call. Right. So I These don't know <laughs> where he had that information from. Also, he very clearly did not say all of the syllables of government. He just said government? <laughs> he definitely said government. <laughs> and it made me laugh really hard. And he cool. was like, hello, government. I think I hear a little bit of fireworks outside, by the way. I don't know. Guys, fireworks all the time. People are real bored. Yeah, I did appreciate some, uh, I forget who it was, but some website did a investigative report on who the hell is shooting <laughs> off these fireworks, which basically was them driving around in a car going, who the hell is setting off those fireworks? And the answer is everybody. Bored, bored high school kids they're just, they're were like, bored. most of them, there are a couple bored college kids and then some bored dads. There's no conspiracy. Just people are bored, y'all. Yeah, that's it. So, anyway. Um, but the government shows up and... Right, and they, um, subdue her. Subdue her. With... Aggression, I will say. Yes, with aggression. Uh, because she was like, I'm just like a regular person, I'm just real big now. And they're like, shut right. up, crazy monster. <laughs> and they're like, shoot her with a Trank gun cannon mm -hmm. thing. And she pulls the Trank out of her arm and then just throws it at a soldier. <laughs> and like, lawn darts his foot to the ground. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a great moment. But she, um, yeah, so she gets knocked out. Mm -hmm. And when she wakes up, she's in a cell. Right, in a super security giant prison. Mm -hmm. And this, like, alarm is going off. And she's like, oh, why'd you set the alarm? Hit the snooze. Like, we're on our honeymoon. You know, we're supposed to be chill. And then she wakes up. And she wakes up and she was like, what is going on? First off, she's in a jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. I have questions. Which fits her perfectly. Yeah. Where, like, where do you have the giant lady tailor that's mm -hmm. able to do that? To Who turn that around in, like, let's, let's say she was unconscious for 24 hours. Yeah, still a fast turn. Still a fast turn for a very well-fitting jumpsuit. It's not like it's just a sack. Yeah. Like, one size fits all. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's hanging on her. It's like, it's like fitted. It, I mean, she looks good. In it. Yeah. I mean, good. Well done. Um, also, someone had to change her into that. Yes. 
while she was passed out, just like tiny little mice crawling all over her body. A very, very Gulliver's Travelers right, kind of or moment. Or Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, but also creepy. But also creepy. So. Also, what about the bra situation? I I don't know. I assume her bra was also made of the, like, amazingly stretch everything, because you didn't see the bra, like, snapping off and, like, flying away. And, like, taking someone out. Like. <laughs> taking someone out in the in the church vids. So, like, I assume her bra was also out of, like, stretchy crazy material. So, maybe. But, like, she had a strapless dress. Like, you don't want to ha- be stuck in a strapless bra for all time. That would fucking suck. I, sure. Yeah, for me, it would. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I want to either. Right? We could put you in one. Just I'm good. So you feel. I know. <laughs> right. So First like, off, we're not the same band size. So I mean, that's not work. I don't know. You're pretty skinny right here. And uh, we're definitely not the same cup size, although I am gaining. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe we can make it work. We could just put some stuff in there. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Um, but anyway... So yeah, so whole creepy thing. She wakes up and she does she meet the warden here? Yes, I think she meets the warden. No, here. she doesn't. She meets him later because really? the door opens and she goes down and she meets the rest of the crew and then he shows up later and she's like, "Oh my gosh, are you normal? Are you a human?" Right, are you here to get me out? And he was like, "Fuck no, you're never leaving." <laughs> but she meets but first she meets the whole cast. She meets uh, Dr. Cockroach. Dr. Cockroach, as uh, played by Hugh Laurie, with Who's his British. real voice. Uh, real-ish, I guess. Real-ish maybe. voice. Uh, you get Bob, who is a blob. Yes, who's played by Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. There's Thing, who is the Thing from the Black Lagoon. He's the missing link. Missing link. Thing. They can't, they thing, can't link. use any of these... Uh, right, so there's real clear callbacks from very classic monster movies. So, like... Bob is very clearly the blob. Right. And Link is very clearly the thing from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. And Dr. Cockroach, I don't remember who he is. But he's just, you know, your mad scientist. Well, there's some, there's some like, bug. The, the thing? Yeah. Like, uh, are you thinking of the Jeff Goldblum thing? No. Cause... I don't know. But there's a monster movie with the bug. And then Susan is um, the 50-foot woman. Right. Like, it's all these, like, classic like, universal... Yeah, like, very classic, like, 50s, 60s mm-hmm. monster movie yeah. uh, callbacks. And he, they're, like, chatting, and they're like, so, what's up? And they're like, I don't know, we live here now. Like, I've, I've lived here for 50 years. Right, like, I was a scientist, and one of my science experiments went terribly wrong, and now I'm a cockroach, and now I live here. <laughs> and, and thing or Link got thawed out. They found him frozen in the ice. They thawed him out. He went on a rampage. Right. And then and now, he lives, now here. he lives here. And uh, Bob was like a, a snack food factory accident that became sentient. <laughs> and they were like, fuck is this? <laughs> Can't be having that now. So let's. Uh, right, let's ship this off to the government. So the government helps him out. Um, yeah. So she's freaking out. It's she, feeding time. Feeding time is gross. It's just like a blob of food that comes out. Right, right. Well, I mean, like, the cockroach eats trash, and the blob eats, like... Anything. Anything. And I don't remember what Missing Link is, and she was like, oh, this is terrible. And that's, I guess, when the warden comes. Ward. W.R. Monger. W.R. Monger. And he was like, hey, are you Susan? And she was like, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, do you see anyone what, else that what, looks like a Susan what, here? What else is going on? And he was like, let me give you a tour. And uh, he's like, we're a super secret. Uh, oh, you also meet the moth. Right, the moth. Which is clearly like the Mothra. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, he's like pre-moth, actually. He's a giant insect. Yes, he's an insectosaurus. He's a ginormous. He's a bug. Yeah, caterpillar looking thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, takes, so Monger's taking her around the tour. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, we just keep all this weird shit here just in case. In case what? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. <laughs> but enjoy, you're going to be here forever. Like, your family thinks you're dead. You can't talk to them. The end. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she was like, oh, that seems great. Horrible. Love it. Yeah. So then we meet um, the villain. The villain starts in. Yes, the villain. The villain is an alien in this monsters versus aliens thing. Right. He's a real classic alien where his head's real big. He's got two arms on each side. Right. He's got like tentacle arms. Yeah. Um, but the way they introduce him is funny. There's like this couple like at make out point or whatever. Right. Right. And they're getting ready to and do the, some stuff. The girl is like here for it. And oh, yeah. the... The boy is like, I don't know. This did, you seems... ca- did you catch the celebrity? I did not. The celebrity voice cameo. Uh, the girl is Renee Zellweger and the boy is uh, John Krasinski. It's so great. It's because the anyway. boy's like, I don't know. I have like a gymnastics tournament tomorrow. I really need to get home. And she was like, this is the worst date ever. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> like, come on. It's like dancing. I'll lead. Like, like you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. Just, just lay back and think of England. Um, but... As they're headed that way, all yeah, of a sudden as, as like, they're like, like not doing anything, there's like lights, and that's when the UFO comes in, right? That's carrying our alien, and the girl's like, "Oh, we got to go figure out what that is." And he's like, "No, really, the thing we were doing was probably like, I don't want to do that either, but like, I definitely don't want to track down the right. UFO. This seems terrible." And she and, was like, "Ugh," and so that's how we get introduced to the UFO. Mm-hmm. And they call it in, and the government shows up. Yes, government shows up. The president himself shows up. I do appreciate that, like, everyone is white. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the president shows up with, like, his entire entourage of white men. And it's like the president himself will make first contact. And they have this, like, giant, it's like plane stairs. Yeah. But, but like huge, 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 Cause huge. Because the alien ship is plane, super tall. Plane stairs that like go that go up like a skyscraper amount. Yeah. They just like roll these plane stairs up to the top of the thing. And he walks up. Them. And the president walks up them, and then like halfway up, someone gives him some water. And he like drinks he it, drinks and, like it. the cup, you know. And then he gets all the way up to the top, and there is a keyboard with the presidential seal on it. Like you do. Can you imagine the fucking interns who have to build overnight this giant fucking rolling stairs? What makes you think we don't have that already, just in case? <laughs> just in case. We have like 90 foot stairs that just roll up. You just in know. case. You just in know. case. You we got know. we got it ready. We also have like a, a keyboard at the top. Right. And do you catch the reference from the keyboard? Because he... Dun, dun, oh, dun, the dun. the music for the yeah, keyboard. Yeah. yeah, well, the first one is Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm-hmm. um, where they, you know, that's how they talk to the aliens is through music, right? 
Um, and so that's the reference there. But that gets no response. So he promptly goes to... <laughs> to XLF. Axel F. from Beverly Hills Cop. And my kids are like, this is a great song. <laughs> like, damn straight. Great song. They're like, if I was going to talk to aliens, I would definitely talk to them through this song. <laughs> Maybe no. No, that seems ill-advised. I'm like, but... it's so catchy. And I was like, it is real catchy. So... I was like, Axel F, you can you can ask Alexa to play Guys, it. It'll be fine. Do you know how many times they have played Call Me Al? Like the, literally twenty seven times in a row. They counted. <laughs> so but but anyway, um the alien doesn't really take to this Axel mm-hmm. F as well as we do. Oh, but it's so great. Like he does like a whole performance. Yeah, like, he does great. I mean Stephen Colbert, by the way, is the president. And so I mean it's the voice of the president. But right then there. whoever drew the president, like also ish. Al- also did a good job of having him have like swagger and presence. But uh so he starts to destroy thing and the president hightails it out of there. He's like, run away and goes to the bunker. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's like, well, what the fuck do what we do now? What the fuck do we do? Like, somebody, somebody give me some ideas. Give me them stat. Because there's a giant thing going to destroy the world. Right. And the one guy's like, well, we do have this, like, super secret, uh, like, monster base. Yeah, maybe we should talk to the monsters. Maybe, maybe we should talk to the monsters. So they basically, like, make a suicide squad. Yeah. But with monsters. Right. To fight the aliens. Yep. And so they send him to San Francisco, where the alien is, Mm -hmm. because apparently only fun things happen in, like, Southern California. I mean, if you don't have an iconic bridge, you can destroy. Which is going to happen in the next scene. did an alien counter even happen? I mean, you could go to New York. Mm -hmm. Or Tokyo. But, like, all those places have bridges. I guess iconic bridges are required. (laughs) Iconic bridges are required. This is why things never happen in Iowa. There are no iconic bridges. <laughs> like, I mean, Cincinnati's on danger then because we had that one right. wing suspension bridge. Just, just the one. Like, unless you have an iconic bridge, you're safe. Yeah, you you don't get hmm. you don't get alien encounters. You're already here first. Iconic aliens are attracted I mean, to iconic bridges. Maybe there you go. Maybe they just really appreciate architecture. But this is where they. They have their first kind of showdown where the monsters come out to fight the alien. Right. They pretty much just like have them in like a hovercraft or whatever, like, like a, a giant, giant battle, whatever. I don't know what even it's called. A thing that moves things. Cargo? Yeah. Like a giant cargo, cargo ship. Yeah. Like a big flat one. Yeah. Right. And so they're in a giant uh, cargo ship and they just like open the hatch and like, go fight. Have push fun. Out. Good luck, everybody. We're all <laughs> playing <bye>. for you. <laughs> and they fly away. Um, and so they're fighting this giant. It's not a ro- an alien yet. It's like the robot of the alien. Right. It's like a it's robot a, probe. It's a ship that the alien is in. Mm-hmm. Is the alien no, in it or no, is the alien just controlling it's a probe. it? Yeah, it's the probe. I think it's a probe. Point. It's giant and it's slow. Mm-hmm. And so they fight it, and it goes through San Francisco. They end up at a big battle on the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. The um, Reese Witherspoon puts her feet in cars and, like, skates across the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, it's a whole thing. If she weighs a bazillion pounds, because she's a million feet tall. Probably. Can cars support that? Probably no. I don't think so. Also, she would have to choose two all-wheel drive cars. To be able to skate 
Well, no, I mean, honestly, you would not want you would not want all wheel drive cars because like our van, van, none of your none of your wheels are driving. Right. But if your back wheels are locked up. Right. Well, you're going to have some real trouble steering. Well, I mean, I would assume as soon as she gets in there, she just smashes the heck out of the transmission. Right. Okay. So she kills the transmission. So it doesn't matter what type of car she chooses at that point, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about cars. But if the drive shaft is broken, do the wheels freely spin? Yes. Okay. Yeah. As long as the brakes aren't on. Mm hmm. Which, I mean, she would probably have destroyed the brakes anyway, so. Maybe. I don't know. You know, I mean. But anyway, she sticks her. She by sticks far her, the least She sticks her feet in cars yeah. and, and, like, flips around. But also, I don't think cars can support that much weight. No, like, I not. feel like. They would have just bottomed the, out. Yeah, the axles would break. And <laughs> you would just be, like, scraping along the edge. Also, I don't think the bridge can hold that much. Oh, well, the like, bridge is probably fine. She is, like, 20 times a regular human. Sure. Plus, plus I mean, all the other monsters. Yeah, well, I mean, she is... Because they're all fighting on the bridge. So... Including that Insecta... Insectosaurus is Saurus. not on the bridge. He's behind the bridge. He's not actually supported but by the But he can't bridge. fly yet. No, he's just in the water. He's just in the water? So she, so she, I mean, even if she's... So she's ten times taller. Yes. Let's call it. So that's actually a thousand times heavier. Because she's a ten times person. ten times ten. Okay, you know. sure. Yeah. Cube, she's a cubic. She's a cubic. <laughs> So she's a, a thousand times bigger. She would still only be, you know, let's, uh, she, I mean, she was about, what, 115 soaking wet? Yeah, maybe, maybe 120. So she's 10,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. Or no, 100,000 pounds. 100,000 pounds. Uh, 50 but 100,000 pounds in a concentrated area. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not going to be great. The cars definitely are toast. They shouldn't be able to do that. But, I mean, you can, you know, a... But you a think the bridge ton- would be fine? Yeah, the bridge would be fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 50 tons, like a semi-truck, you can get five or six tons on one of those probably. Yes, you can. So if you had 10 semi-trucks on there. Mm-hmm. All in one area. Well, yeah, I mean, the one area thing. It's a very but, concentrated area. Yeah, but the bridge is designed to spread out loads like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be okay. I okay. think it would be okay. Okay. But still... I mean, the cars would not be okay. So that's where this falls down. She would right, just like... Right, like the cars would be like... <laughs> She just would have ground the undercarriage like, into the run. asphalt and like going to be done. <laughs> but they fight and it's all on the news. And so now, mm-hmm. I mean, like, think about the emotional roller coaster that America is undergoing right now. Guys. Because we just have... found out there are aliens and monsters. Right. Both. Both things. And they're like, oh, uh, government, kill... what? Either you didn't know about this and you're fucking dumb or... You knew about this, and you've been lying to us this whole time. And, like, both responses are not great. No. You know? And so the answer is, like, oh, well, it's kind of both and. Like, the alien threat is new, and we didn't know about it. But this monster thing, we've been, like, putting a pin in for years. <laughs> like, Well, and, I, I mean, I would also say the the thing about the monsters is that they are, I mean... You know, they're they're part of the military thing. They're the whole right. I mean, this has a whole like military industrial complex defrag that needs to happen. But they um they're part of that scene. And so like the president didn't know about them. Mm-hmm. You know, his staff didn't know about them. Like that was all just like black budget Right. Like top secret stuff, need to know bases. Mm-hmm. Which is again 
a whole nother... A whole nother thing. Thing. Like, you never asked what was behind the curtain? Like, you were just like, oh, we'll just write blank checks to the military. Seems fine. Seems fine. I mean, honestly, do we do that? Every, Heck yes. Everybody needs tanks. Everybody needs tanks. So, uh, how much do tanks cost? $12 billion a piece? Yeah, that seems right. Sure. No, it doesn't. Sure. No. Uh, no. They're real high tech. Real high tech. No, that's not right. How much does that toilet seat cost? You know, like, that kind of stuff. And who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. There's a whole military-industrial shenanigans happening. Mm-hmm. And so, but it does blow the cover of the whole Monsters Project. Right. And Susan's family sees her and is like, oh, you're not- You're alive? You're alive and you're and 60 feet tall. Right. Also, you fought an alien? Like- A lot to take in. Right. I'm so, I'm so proud. Like, and in- Truly, like, the most supportive way. They were like, I'm so proud of you. Like, come over for dinner. <laughs> bring your bring your crazy monster friends. Like, I'm so happy for you in this journey. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here for this journey for you. Yep. And so they do bring, she does bring her monster friends over, mm-hmm. which apparently they got weekend passes from Monster Jail. Right. They're like, just go visit your family and then you'll come back to Monster Jail. It'll all be fine. Yeah, because, of course, that's what would happen. I mean, they have microchips in all of them. Like, I'm, I'm sure, sure yeah. they can track them down in a nanosecond if they needed to. I mean, also, they're monsters, so, like... Not conspicuous. Like, just... Yeah, like, how do you find a 60-foot woman in... Right. Yeah, you're In fine. Modesto, California, and you're like, oh, you just... She's, she's over there. She's right there. I yeah. see her. There's also, like, a 10,000-pound, you know, moth man Right, and thing. a giant blob of jello. And also... Link and, and a cockroach. Uh, cockroach. Like, yeah, everything seems right, easily right. identifiable. But it's it's an awful dinner party. Right. Uh, it's like her- the second worst TV dinner party since the one in the office. Ooh, Jan that's and rough. That's rough. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, this is, I feel like, nowhere near that. No. Because uh, the mom's like, what do I do? And she's like, I don't know, just put out some snacks. They eat anything. And she, she was like, great. <laughs> so, like, so she's trying. So she put out some snacks. And the uh, neighborhood is like, this seems interesting. And the mom is like, whatever, just go with it, guys. Like, yeah, to her credit, she's like, she, totally it. she rolls with it. Like, truly. Yeah. But like the, the neighborhood's not Unflappable. quite, not quite as woke mm-hmm. to the, to the interspecies. Right. To the, to the monster, like, vibe. Yeah. And uh, so there's all kinds of freaks out. And basically they end up. Like, Susan feels like the whole thing was a failure. Right. It has to get out of there. Derek, is this where Derek breaks up with her? So she goes to find Derek. And yeah. she was like, where's Derek? He should be here. You know, like, he should be at this party. Yeah. And they're like, oh. And the mom and dad are like, he's working. You know, like, you know, Derek and his career. and yeah. uh Which is fair. Right. Good dodge on their part. Right. Like, you know, Derek. Like, he's working. And she's like, well, I'm going to go, you know, see him or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, also, okay, so the Dr. Cockroach used to be a human. Right. Some number of time ago. Yes. But, like, all of this time in Crazy Monster Jail has made him completely forget about how to be human because he, like, goes off. Right. He, like, is eating garbage and he's, like, fully embracing his cockroach nature. And instead of being like, oh, I remember how to be human, and also I'm real fucking smart. 
Like, he does I, try to mix drinks I, for everybody. I can read a room. Yeah, he just he does try to make like a slow gin fizz or whatever. And he ends up blowing the place up. Right, because he can't not make a bomb. Like it's just like part of his DNA now. Yep. Is everything he makes is a bomb? Sure, whatever. Sure. Also, he's indestructible. Like the bomb went off in his hands, and he was like, "Whatever." Well, everybody else just got like the comic book, like black smudges on their faces, right? And their, and hair, he, and their hair is spiky back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she has that whole. Cru- she finds Derek, and he's like, "Yeah." Right, she goes to the ra- to the TV station. Yep. And she takes him. Like she like busts through the window with her giant hands. Yeah, King Kongs him. King King Kongs him and picks him up in her little. It picks him up in her hand and like pulls him out through the door or mm-hmm. through the window and is like, "Derek, I missed you so much." And he's like, uh, hey. Yeah. We're not so... like a thing anymore because you're fucking giant. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't deal with this. Well, yeah. I mean, like, to his like, credit. And she's like, it's a lot. I'm, st- I'm still the same girl that you fell in love with. And he's like, I don't know how to make a life with you anymore. Like. This is not what I signed up for. Like, also, you didn't call me for like three weeks. I thought you were dead. Like. Like, there'd be a lot to unpack. I get right. it. But also, Derek was kind of a douche anyway, so he's not going to do the work. Oh, 100% a douche. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's not going to do the work for he's you. He's like, forget it. We're over. Like, I don't want to deal with this. This is a lot of weirdness. I'm just going to move on with my life. I'm just going to move on with my Pretend life. Pretend that you died and this never happened. Right. And that hurts. Mm-hmm. And she was like, ugh, I can't believe I never saw that you were such an asshole before. Yep. And she, like, glumly... Like, walks along the highway and sits down on a um, gas station roof. Yeah. And it, like, kind of, like, almost crumbles. It's sagged. <laughs> it's There's sagged. some definite deformation there. It sags a little bit, and she was like, ugh, I'm so angry. But frustrated. it does explain, like, why she doesn't just, like, leave the whole endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, because what's happening next is the alien mothership is on its way. Right. Right. So the probe died. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it got to scan Susan, where he knew that the radioactive magic goo... The magic goo and the meteor is all in Susan now. And they're like, oh, we just need to extract all the goo from Susan. And Noted. we'll, we'll be do. good to go. So he, the mothership comes down and, like, kidnaps Susan. Mm-hmm. And does the little procedure where it extracts the goo. And makes her smaller. Yeah. Makes her regular size. But she still has white hair. Yeah. So when the meteor hit her, her hair turned white. That was a good look. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, and when they pulled all the goo out of her, her hair is still white. I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't I mean, know. I don't know. It, did it just turn right from the trauma? I guess. Because people's hair does do that. I, I hear, I hear of that happen. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's the stuff of myth and legends. But yeah. like. It's enough myth and legends across multiple cultures that I'm sure it does happen. Maybe. Sure. It's just well, real I, extreme. I would have to say it would be like the hair coming in turns mm-hmm. white, but like the hair like on your head right. already that's already Right, out. that's already grown. It's moved It's moved on. It's already it, dead. It's dead. It's not, it has no input from your body. Right. It would be cool if you could do it, like Tonks or something. But right, like, I'm here for it. That'd be awesome. Oh, man, if you were Tonks, I would wake up to, like, a next person every day. 100% crazy hair all the time. I would be, like, seven foot tall for a day just to see how it is. Like, <laughs> Yeah, 
it'd be hilarious. But again, I think that's just tonks. That's right. just you describing like, a fedora let's right there. Try things. But she um she's fine. She mm-hmm. you know well she's not fine. She's now shrunk and she's kidnapped and she's right by the alien hair. and she and but the monsters come to rescue her. Right. And so it's a hijinks like rescue plot at this point mm-hmm. where they like tried to blend in with the clones. Yeah. So the monsters dress up. So the the alien made a clone of himself. Several several hundred, hundred clones, clones of himself. So yeah. Um, and the and the monsters dress up like the aliens. And the aliens are always like, hey, guys, what's up? And he was like, hey, what's up? And so it, it totally works, even though they're very clearly, like, not the same. Not no. the same Which it just all. becomes a running gag, mm-hmm. like, that these aliens just think they're fine. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So they sneak in and they try to get uh, Susan out. out. But at the same time, you know... The main alien's got everything he needs out of her, so he points out one of his clones, like, you, take her down to the incinerator, get rid of her. Mm-hmm. And that alien comes out, runs into our intrepid monster heroes, and they're like, he's like, you, you're not, you're not a real alien clone, you're some sort of messed up. You two. And he points at the other two, take him to the incinerator, and her too while you're at it, and right. get rid of him. take them both. And he was like, oh, cool. He's like, here's a, here's a security badge in case you need it. And also, do you need a gun? Also, do you need a gun? Oh, a gun would be great. <laughs> Thank so, you. And so Bob's like, oh, cool, I got the gun. I think, uh, and, you know, Dr. Uh, Cockroach is like, I think someone more responsible should have the gun because you're kind of a fuck up. And as he's saying it, Blob shoots the gun and just disintegrates the guard next to him. And he he's was like, like, oops. Yeah, good point. <laughs> like, yeah, cool. Yeah. But, and so now the team's all together and they've got mm-hmm. to escape, but... Also, the alien is going to terraform Earth into his new planet, and right. it's going to kill all humans. Right. He, like, uh, comes down, and he's like, we come in peace, but most of you will probably die. And the ones who don't die will be enslaved. Like, but also we come in peace to so just chill out. <laughs> Does not go well. And it's like, I don't think you know what peace means, bro. No, that's not what that means at all. So... They are, but I appreciate you being up front. So they're trying to figure out how to stop him. And the monsters kind of figured out. They figure out how to set the ship to self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Susan ends up on the bridge of the ship with the the main alien. And they're, he's monologuing off. Right. And so she shoots the supporting arm that's holding the ball full of magic goo again. Right. The ball full of magic goo. And the ball full of magic goo falls on her. Yeah. Okay, so it falls on her and she's a regular human. Right. So whatever that ball was made of would probably kill her. Well, she got hit by the acid or from the meteorite earlier, so it's so consistent. Maybe the, yeah, I guess the goo like instantly imbues your body with I guess. strength. Sure. Because she turns 60 foot tall again. Right, right. And then can kick ass. Yeah, indeed. And take name. But her and the monsters manage to get out the ship before it explodes. Mm-hmm. They get out of the way. The ship explodes. The day is saved. The day is saved. And she's back in Modesto. Right. Being giant. And now and, everybody loves her. Yeah. And her parents are like, so, uh, there's always room for you here. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay. I'm going to go off with my, like, monster friends and, like, fight whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Good job. And then, like, Derek shows up and is like, hey, how you doing? Right. And he was so, like, she was news. like, I thought we broke up. 
It's like, oh, no, 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 that was a misunderstanding. We're still totally together. By the way, if I can get a one-on-one interview with you, I could totally have network. And the, she's like, cool, that camera on? Yeah, um, this dude's a douche rag. And right, right. You should avoid him at all costs. And we're not an item. And later, and like flips him away, like literally, just like, like just boink, and he's gone into the air. Which and she was like, "Should oh, be fatal." Bob, can you catch him so he doesn't die? Like, I want him to be super embarrassed, but I don't want him to die. Yeah, and he was like, it. "I got it." And so he like squishes his fall and spits him out, and he's right. humiliated. Got his comeuppance, and then. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot during the big climactic scene, uh, the moth ding. Yes, Insectiv- Insectosaurus. We think he's killed, mm-hmm. but it turns out he just cocoons and comes back as Mothra. It's it's a it's a giant butterfly. So he's at the very end, and that's how they fly off into the sunset. Is that they're on the back of the giant Mothrasaurus butterflyosaurus? Yeah, so that's yes. the thing. And then there's, like, three shorts and a TV series. Right. There's also the end, the credit scene of this show, or of this movie, is in the war room with the president, and the guy who runs the monsters is now in the, like, war room, Yeah, he's room, now in the George staff, yeah. Right. And he's like, hey, you want some coffee? Like, I have a real, I have a real big button to get us coffee. And he was like, yes, I love coffee. And he pushes the button and it, like, launches the nuclear codes. Yeah, it's the nuke button, so the You're coffee right. button. He's like, who made these buttons the same? He's like, you did. Like, oh, that was fucked up. He's like, well, who wants to freeze my head? Like. Yeah, well, see y'all in 500 years. Right. Who wants to freeze my head? And that and that's how the movie ends. End of the world. Yes. Basically, off screen. Off screen. Cool. Yeah. So, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It works. It is adequate as a film. Yeah. Yeah. What do I don't you... hate it. I mean, there were points where, like, our seven-year-old was, like, jumping up and down and so excited. So, so... Yeah. Well, that happens, like... Literally all the time. All the time. He's very excitable like mm-hmm. that because he's seven. Um, but the... I mean, what do we learn from this movie, I guess, is the question. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. You are... Right. You can change and that's Okay. Yeah, and if and people don't like your changing, you're fuck them. you're still you. Yeah. And that's okay, too. Yeah. All bodies are good bodies? All bodies are good bodies. I'll give it that. I mean, that's true. I don't know if <laughs> this film thought, taught us that, but that's true. That's good. I mean, everybody, you know, there's a surprising, like, anybody that does any body shaming is definitely on the bad side of, of That's this. true. That's true. So it might not be explicit, but it definitely is kind of maybe a, an mm-hmm. undercurrent there. Um, the government is treacherous, evil, and does not necessarily work with your best interests at heart and can, you know, violate your rights at a whim. Mm-hmm. But it's real cool and they save the world. So yeah, so it's worth it. They get a pass. The military industrial complex is fine as long as once in as a while. As long as it's entertaining. Indeed. There you go. That's great. Sure. Anything else? I did not learn anything. It's not great. <laughs> It's not a learning kind of I mean, movie. it's fine. It was a fine movie. It's fine. It, uh, like you said, we've watched it like 12 times, and mm-hmm. honestly, I forgot so, large It's so forgettable. It. Like, even now, it's been maybe hours since I saw it, and I'm still like, wait, wait what? Did that happen? <laughs> what? What happened after that? Like, we forgot it, that whole thing about the, the insect right, going just, to mop the It source. just instantly just, just dissolves on my eyeballs. Yeah. So. yeah. 
That's, I think, sometimes the best we can hope for, because some of the things that stay with me and right. haunt my dreams... I would, I would rather not. Yeah, I would rather not see all the chipmunk movies. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I think that's all I've got for tonight. <laughs> Same. So, um, all of y'all out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. Be safe.